故人聚鸡黍 ，an old friend of mine prepared a meal of chicken and millet and invited me to join him at his farmhouse. Lush green trees surround the location, and blue green mountains reach beyond the town. This poem describes the peaceful lifestyle of a rural farming village in the Tang Dynasty in China. As we know, China is a traditionally agricultural state. During the High Tang period, society was quite stable and peaceful. Rural scenery and farming scenes became a major theme, not only in works of literature but also in the style of Chinese landscape paintings and even murals in Dunhuang. Hello, welcome to a new episode of the Why We Love Dunhuang podcast. Today, let's enjoy some spring rain in the countryside of China's Tang Dynasty. The spring comes and the earth rejuvenates. The spring rain nourishes everything, and a busy farming season begins with farmers plowing in the fields. Such a harmonious pastoral scene was quite common in ancient China, especially in the regions located to the south of the Yangtze River. In Dunhuang Mogao Cave 23, a similar farming scene was vividly reproduced on the wall. Cave 23 has another nickname, the Lotus Sutra Cave. It is famous for the murals on its walls and ceilings, which mainly depict scenes relating to stories of the Lotus Sutra. The Lotus Sutra is widely regarded as one of the most important and influential sutras, or sacred scriptures, of Buddhism. The interpretation of the philosophy in this Buddhist sutra is skillfully presented here. So, how could the artists connect the Buddhist texts with farming scenes? Let's take a look. In the time of the High Tang, artists tended to focus on the secular world. On the north wall of Cave 23 is the famous scene named "The Farmers Working in Heavy Rain," which depicts a chapter of the Lotus Sutra, known as the Parable of the Medicine Herbs. In this picture, the sky is full of dark clouds, and it is raining. A farmer wearing a bamboo hat is whipping an ox and plowing the land, while another farmer nearby is walking towards him carrying a shoulder pole with two bunches of wheat. The ox was painted using the color shading technique, which was in vogue at this time. Below the ox, two farmers, maybe father and son, are enjoying a meal delivered by a woman who is watching them eat. They are surrounded by green hills and plants. Green pigments are widely used in the picture to create a sense of vitality. It is a vivid depiction of typical village life south of the Yangtze River at that time. But wait a moment. We know Dunhuang is located in the northwest of China, and it rarely rains. Why were the painters asked to draw a scene that was not typically local? Don't forget, this is a Buddhist cave, and everything painted here has meanings. As we said, the painting is related to a chapter of the Lotus Sutra. 
According to the chapter, the great cloud ascends in the sky, giving out rain and moisture equally to various types of trees and plants on earth. Here, the great cloud is a metaphor for the Buddha, while the different types of plants symbolize the diverse living beings, and the rain is a metaphor for the Buddha's teaching. So you see, it's not simply a drawing of pastoral scenery, it conveys deep Buddhist meanings. The Chinese have a popular saying that the rain in spring is as precious as oil. In ancient China, spring drought was quite common in the northern part of the country. Farmers would pray for spring rain to secure a big harvest in the autumn. By using the precious spring rain to symbolize the teachings of the Buddha, it tells people that the rain falls equally on everything, which means the Buddha's blessing is equally given to all. But whether you can attain the true meaning of Buddhism, this is related to personal cultivation and comprehension. Just like the plants absorb moisture differently and grow at varying rates according to their distinctive natures. Under this farming scene there is a person kneeling in front of a pagoda, another person dancing lightly and six people sitting on the floor with musical instruments to accompany the dancer. Some cute children are playing in sand to build a pagoda. If you connect the upper and lower murals together, it is a vivid comic strip of cultivating in the rain and fostering a good harvest. Again, these are ordinary life scenes painted in this Buddhist cave. According to Buddhist text, anyone who does good deeds, even for a brief moment, such as building a stupa for worshipping, will be helping him or herself to attain Buddhahood. The murals depicted here actually show the various convenient ways to enter the Buddhist world. These pictures have shortened the distance between the Buddhist world on the other side and the secular world on this side, turning the imaginary Buddhism into a visible paradise on earth, thus expanding the influence of Buddhism among the people. Cave 23 reflects the content of the Lotus Sutra to a large extent. Some of the secular scenes revealed by the murals go beyond its religious value. They provide great help for us to appreciate the historical, social and artistic values of the High Tang Dynasty. We will continue to stroll between the Buddhist world and the secular world in the next cave of Dunhuang the world's largest Buddhist art gallery. Special thanks go out to the Dunhuang Academy and Sanliang Zhongdu for contributing to the content of this podcast. If you like the show, do give us a five-star rating or a review. I'm Graham Stevens. See you next time on the Why We Love Dunhuang podcast.